Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Episode 313, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I am Chris Featherstone, of course. Follow us on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. Tonight I have a really, really energetic, one of the most energetic characters in WCW and WWE during his run. Uh, it was interesting how he how he endeavored in the world of professional wrestling, but he definitely made a name for himself very quickly while he was there in WCW and WWE. Ladies and gentlemen, Without further ado, I'm interested, interested to talk tonight to Ernest the Cat Miller. How are you tonight, sir? Man, you know I'm good so far. I'm good. How <laughs> yeah. mad you make me before this interview is over. But as of right now, I'm happy. Absolutely. Well, hopefully I don't make you mad. Uh, and if I do, uh, that's just a part of life, as you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Now, uh, interestingly enough, uh, you you were a kickboxing instructor, uh, and you transitioned from there to wrestling. Um, now, 
Uh, you, uh, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, you were training Eric Bischoff's son, Garrett, and that's how you got an opportunity to compete in the WCW? Well, not not kickboxing. It's called martial arts, karate. Karate, yeah, yes. Yeah, and uh, Eric Bischoff's son, Garrett, mm-hmm. happened to be my men's student. But that's not how that's not how I got in the business. Just because I was his karate instructor, Eric Bischoff saw a talented martial artist that would do good in the business. So that's how I got in the business. So him being so you being an instructor, Eric Bischoff saw the 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 uh, how good you were instructing, how good of an instructor you are, how good of an artist you are. And so that so he did he approach you? How did that come about? Did he did he have people call you? He he really didn't. He knew that I played some pro football. He knew okay. I was. Uh, he saw me compete. That I was a highly rated, talented uh, karate martial artist. And at the time, he was on the verge of putting together uh, the mixed martial art world. So mm. he wanted to bring me a karate talented karate guy into pro wrestling to get our hands up and get started building the two, putting mm-hmm. the two together. Yeah, nice. As you know, they created mixed martial arts. So that's why he initially got me in, but somebody else beat him to it because I think WCW blew up. You know, it went so fast and just rose to the top really fast. Mm-hmm. He really didn't have time to have any extra time on his hand to really cultivate the uh, – building that that MMA mixed martial arts thing he was thinking about doing with me. Right, right. Yeah, as you said, he couldn't he couldn't really allocate any type of time outside of that because of the you know, the NWO boom. Um now yeah, you exactly. Yeah. So you came in as a baby face team with Glacier. Um how was it working with Glacier? Man, working with Glacier was easy, you know, mm-hmm. but I really didn't work with Glacier. I kind of worked with uh, Chris Canyon and no guy. Glacier and I was partner. Right. So, so being partner, you know, we didn't really work each other. We just kind of tag team. Right. So you work with them. What, I'm, what I mean working with them as far as just tagging with them. It was fun, man. I mean, fun. He was very, a very smart guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, understand the business and me being so new to the business to be involved and to be tag team with a guy like that really made it easier for me. Mm-hmm. Now coming in from the from the karate uh, world into the wrestling world, how you how were you received backstage from the talent? Everybody backstage knew I was just what they call a shooter. Mm-hmm. I was real. With my personality, I had no problem with anybody. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had a, I mean, it was an easy transition. Most of those guys were just there to make money and have a good time. So it was easy. Mm-hmm. Were there any people that you became good friends with uh, during your WCW tenure? You know, I became friends with a lot of people, man. We were like a traveling circus, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like we traveled together. So, you know, Chris Benoit, uh, um, Eddie Guerrero, all those guys, you know, all those guys as a unit, we became, all became close friends. Mark Henry, The Rock, Stone mm-hmm. Cold, we all became friends. Hogan, it was one big family. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you talk, you mentioned Mark Henry. Mark Henry just uh, was just announced that uh, he'll be in the WWE Hall of Fame, the latest inductee. What are your thoughts on Mark Henry? From from what I've heard from from people I know and, and other other accounts, uh, he was really easy to work with, uh, very uh, approachable. Uh, what were your experiences with Mark Henry? And is there uh, was there any any time that he expressed to you his dissatisfaction in the WWE? You know what, with Mark Henry, Mark Henry is a very knowledgeable guy, you know, mm-hmm. being coming from his background into wrestling, the world's strongest man in the wrestling, very humble, easy guy to work with, you know, a very positive guy. You know, I don't know how he deal with y'all fans or people outside of the business, <laughs> but people within his small group mm-hmm. were really approachable, really mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just awesome. like it, sometimes you get a couple of smart fans who talk too much and you want to put them in their place. So some people do, some people don't. Yeah, certainly. Absolutely. So in your opinion, who who was the toughest person to work with? What do you mean toughest? Uh, as far as just uh, toughest to get along. Probably be some of the Mexican wrestlers. Mm. The ones from Mexico, they were hard to kind of work with because a lot of them didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. And uh, they would do a lot. They had a totally different style from what we in WCW had. So mm-hmm. your first time working with them was pretty hard. But then they're such professionals that they made it easier as you really kind of you know, as you went into the match. Yeah. It got easy. But, you know, they was like, they were like the hardest one to work with for me because mm-hmm. of the uh, things that they like action. They like to do in the ring. Yeah, now, it's interesting that you, that you mentioned that. Now, you know, there's typically... Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, as far as what I know, there's typically a couple of uh, ways to call a match. You can either do it on the fly in the ring, or you, you can kind of put it all together backstage before the match. Now, how was it, you know, just with, with uh, luchadors and, and Mexican wrestlers, uh, how was it, you know, was that gap an issue as far as just calling matches? Man, they was they worked so snub and so tightly that, um, you know, I think a problem with mis- miscommunication, mm-hmm. uh, disconnection, come when one wrestler is on one side of the ring and you lose that contact. Yeah. You, you, lose, you lose that physical contact. That's when, you know, language barriers are, are, are either different contrast of uh, wrestling style. That when it comes to they become a problem. Mm-hmm. But with the Mexican wrestlers, they are so unique in in the way they maintain their contact and and maneuver from one technique to the next technique. They so they so professional at it and so good at it that you know you don't have to say much. All you have to do is follow along mm-hmm. and just protect yourself. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So you ended up being commissioner toward the latter days of WCW. Who came up with that idea? Uh, ben Russo. Ben Russo came up with that idea. Which, um, he kind of ran the past me. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of guys I wasn't working with at the time that I wanted to work with. And he explained to me, 
now you got the whole field of people here at WCW to work with. So I work with people. There's been a commissioner from Rick Flair to Hulk Hogan to Chris Benoit to you name them. Mm-hmm. I had kind of, you know, I worked with them being a commissioner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, you know, speaking about Hulk Hogan, there, you know, he he got released from the WWE as far as just uh, some some racial issues that uh, was revealed in the tape. What was your overall thoughts of of, of working with Hogan? Me made it a little different from a lot of people because I think him and I had a uh, a bond. He was really a you know, good guy, easy to talk to. I would run things past him. He'd give me his, his uh, um, he'd give me some of his respect about the, uh, about the situation. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was just, it was kind of easy. It's hard to just kind of pick up on and start talking about these guys because these guys are so easy to work with. There mm-hmm. wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan was just another wrestler and tell us what to do and he was professional at it. He'd give me some advice and I'd take it and we'd just move on. Yeah, yeah so that's I had awesome. a great experience with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's all. That's awesome to hear. So, NWO, you talked about NWO booming, and uh, you know Eric Bischoff kind of taking a veering away from just the launch of MMA. Now, there were t- there was a time where the NWO was just very tight and firm, very uh, few members that really kind of helped the dynamic of the group, and then it just got flooded. With members, I've interviewed Bischoff on my show before, and we, we we discussed that. You know, it got to it got to a point where it just became just flooded, you know, with with members, and it just really diluted the potency of the group. Were you ever considered uh, being a member of the NWO? You, they, you know what? Hogan wanted to lose the title to me one time okay. when he was uh, Hogan to get me involved with the. Uh, with the uh, NWO. But then, if you notice, we had so many little uh, little to nothing going on outside of the NWO. Right. And by that, NWO was taking over the show so much that they didn't want the whole show to be an NWO, so they had to build fields and people who can actually draw, draw ratings. So I was one of the ones that wasn't involved with the NWO, but I was still drawing a good rating when I would go out mm-hmm. and work. So, yeah. so it was a, it was a few of us, Goldberg, a few of us that was able, like I said, to, to draw ratings on our own without being involved in the NWO. Yeah, yeah, there was a, definitely a, a very small few of you <laughs> that, that were able to do that, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, if you, think, if you think about it, the whole show started NWO, it ended NWO, but then the, the major body of the show, you know, wasn't always involved and talked about the NWO, but we had some other some other stuff going on yeah. that, uh, that was watchable. You know, people, people forget that in 97, the ratings and, and the things were so exciting and the people were so into what we were doing mm-hmm. that we were kicking everybody butts on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you say NWO was huge, was the biggest thing going on, they don't understand. NWO was so huge that today our mid card guys would be the head guys now out in this in this day of wrestling to me. Mm-hmm. You know, Goldberg 
Goldberg then was a, he had some good stuff going on. You know, we had Raven in the flock. Yep. You know, we had uh, DDP. We had a lot. Yeah, DDP going on. We had a lot of going on. It, it was just a really strong show, you know, and the rating kind of show in there. You know, if, if, if they want to do a 5.6 or 6 point something, you know, something was wrong. We were missing something. Yeah. Now I think they're doing like 2.2 and 2 point whatever, low rating, and it's and it's okay with them. But, hell, we did a 2.2. It seemed like it was the end of the world. But then WWE was killing us in the rating. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. They did so. Yeah, I agree. Like NWO, they don't realize just how big wrestling was. Man, let me tell you, I could go anywhere, anywhere without social media, anywhere amongst any kind of stars and be recognized. Mm-hmm. You know, I can go to the Oscars or whatever in L.A. or amongst the biggest stars, and the stars, the stars will recognize us. That's how big it was, you know. One of my first people to ask for my autograph and to take a picture with me was Roger Clemens. Mm. Remember him? Baseball player, yeah. Yes, exactly. And then he was huge. He was the baseball player then, you know. Mm-hmm. This was before the steroids and all that. This was when he was slapping the balls out of two fields. Yep. You know, so he was the guy to come up to me and back introduce me to his kids and catch. I take a picture with you, uh, with your kids and you and my kids and Roger Clemens. You know, you reach Shaq, you meet anybody. These were stars. We were stars to the stars. Mm-hmm. That's how big the business was, man. Without, without selling our souls, without giving away so much of the business like they're doing on social media now. On social media now. You know, there's no mistake to to wrestling like there were back in the right now. You know, you just see guys working each other a whole for a whole month, and then you see them on Facebook or, or Instagram now swimming and eating together. Mm-hmm. I guess a lot of people really thought they were seeing something. There may be a little spark of truthness there. Mm-hmm. You know, I let me tell you something. I saw one of the very first matches. And I knew it was something going on, but I just couldn't put my finger on it because I didn't have all the detail. Was uh, Chris Benoit and uh, Roman and uh, Kevin Sullivan? Kevin Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I saw a match when I was sitting right in the locker room. They were going to fight from the. They had a match. They were going to fight from the ring all the way to the locker room. Let me tell you something, man. That had to be. They were so snug that they had to be the tightest fight I ever seen. And I thought I was watching a real fight. And I'm wow. a professional fight. Yeah. I thought I was watching a real fight. And somewhat, it could have been because right after, they shook hands and smiled and said, hey, that was good. They talked about the good spot. So I saw, so they were just working. But then, you know, you learn later on that woman and, you know, you know the situation. Mm-hmm. You yeah. learn later on that that. that there was a little, maybe there may have been a little heat there between the two. Oh, yeah. They were so perfect. Today, today, you know, social media ruined that. They just, they just throw that right out the door because you hear about the storyline before you ever see the fight. Mm. Wow. The match. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point there. Absolutely. I think uh, I've, I've said that plenty of times as far as just uh, the, the art of kayfabe 
you know, kind of going away, you know, and I think that uh, even with what you're saying, just the uh, just suspending disbelief, you know, even if there is some reality to it, making it seem as if like, oh, yeah, this is this is real. You know, these are two people who are who want to go at it. Let's uh, transition real quick over to your WWE stint. It wasn't very long, but just what are your overall thoughts of hey, uh, hey, working with hey, WWE? Hey. My WWE stint was longer than what your WWE stint was. That's that's right, but I I didn't wrestle, and I I I, 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 I amateur wrestled, uh, but uh, yeah, well, but I stint as long as this show is gonna be on the air, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, you know that's uh, very interesting. Relative, you know, l- let me say this, Ernest, relative to uh, many other wrestlers. Uh, your yeah. your stint your stint was short. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. it's not short, man. Come on, man. How did you get into to something like WWE, one of the biggest sanctions in the world, the biggest sanction in the world, stayed up three to four years? And come on, man, how can you say that that was a short stint with them? I just, one day, oh, one Ernest, day, I just explained it, and I, I want your thoughts. What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? This is what I'm thinking. Go ahead. Every day you spend in this business is a day that, you know, a day that no one can ever take away from you. True. And although I I was there three to four years there, you know, I enjoyed that, man. I mean, it was a privilege to be able to work with Vince McMahon, to work in that federation. Mm -hmm. You know, most people don't understand this, but I started wrestling on a pay-per-view in WCW. I didn't start like most people did. Mm-hmm. I had to learn really, really fast on the run. You know, I'm Nathan. You know, I didn't get up and go go up against uh, uh, Larry, the, Larry the Shoemaker on the on the indie show. Mm-hmm. Those not the people I was competing with. When I was on air from day one, I'm competing with Stone Cold, The Rock. You know, WWF against WCW. That's how I started my career off. So when I went to the WWE, and you know what? I could have stayed there a week, or a month. It was a privilege, man, to say that, you know, I made it this far into a business that I've only been into a short time. I was there four years. Yeah. But I know people came in and didn't stay no time. And I had a great time, and I won't ever let anybody take that away from me. Certainly. You know, I spent 10 years in pro wrestling, and I got over fast. Most people don't understand. I got over. I got over during the biggest, the most powerful time of wrestling history. I got over. Because your character stands out. I mean, that's. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things. I mean, you, you know, if you were a, a great technical technical wrestler, you know, I mean, I don't think you would stand out as much as a very uh, you know, uh, bubbly, effervescent, you know, character. Uh, you know, you, you know, I think right. that, yeah, yeah, I think that's what helps you. You know, you know, you're right because when I came in, I'm a very athletic person. Man, I could do anything. Mm-hmm. I started to wrestle and I started to do this, but then I told myself, I said, wait a minute, why would I just try to blend in? Right. Learn to do an arm drag and do all this stuff. Let me just develop a character that yes. is so different and so far from the rest of these guys that it's still and it's still true. The Jane Brown, 
to the karate kids. I guess what? I'm a karate guy in the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have to do an arm drag. Some people used to stand against me and say, he's not a worker. I could be, you know, if I was a worker, I would have went right with the rest of the guys right. who were technical, right. inclined, who were perfect, you know, professional. Yep. They knew every they knew every hole in wrestling. But guess what? Those guys didn't get over. A lot of those guys were sitting in the locker room. Because yep. fans, once fans seen one arm drag, the next one don't mean anything. But That's when they right. see a guy popped out, sliding on shoes, talking like... Calling himself the greatest. <laughs> calling getting beat and still come out there with the same attitude. Yep. <laughs> all this stuff, all this stuff, is stuff I picked up from the great ones, the ones that I put before me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't forget about it. I didn't go and sit on that thing like I invented this. This is something I came up with. No, there were people who 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 blood, sweat, tears really made it made it possible for me to make a living mm-hmm. and plan like this and mess around. And those are the guys. I was I put a little bit of Ernest the Cat lad in me mm-hmm. when I put Ernest the Cat. You know, I put a little bit Thunderbolt Patterson in me when I saw calling people calling my mama. <laughs> you know, I put a little Dane Brown, Muhammad Ali, a little Dusty Rose in me when Dusty Rose, all the way to Ric Flair, man. You know, when Ric Flair would, would look out at the fan and say, y'all shut up, and you mm. sit out, fat boy. <laughs> all this stuff was from people that, you know, I didn't have to reinvent the wheel. All I got to do is just give it to them in a different package. That's right. With a little brown and a brown sugar package, like I was. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, I do. So, so, so you know, when I got the WWE, when I got the WWE, you know, it wasn't that freedom anymore because, you know, right now WWE WWE wasn't competing with anyone. Right. Right now, we're the big kid. We're the big man on the block. We don't have to compete, you know. And and to me, there wasn't anything to really kind of kind of shape who I was because I know what I was lacking. I know mm. that it was things that that I didn't know. And, and WWE, when we decided to go our separate ways, they wanted to keep me. But the way they broke it out to me was so true. They said, listen here, Cap, right now we think you just lack the experience in the ring, in the ring that uh, 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 going to make you a superstar. We're going to release because you need to be doing more wrestling matches. Now, go and hit the independent, hit the indie circuit. That's what they say. Hit the indie circuit and learn to do all this stuff right here and create that wrestling character, and we're going to come back and get you. I swear, that's what they told us. We're going to come back and get you. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand the real world, me. I come from the real world. They, people don't let you go and say, we're going to give you a second time around. Mm-hmm. They don't let you go and say that, you know, you need to learn something. They're not going, that's not what they do. But Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. no, I got something. I got, yeah. And so, 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 uh, I'm sorry, got this something. So, you know, when they told me they're going to come back and get me, all I had to do is go out and hit the indie circuit. Now, you got to understand, this is a young mind. I didn't know anything about wrestling. Mm-hmm. I just heard that these guys did not want me here, and I saw looking for somebody to blame. And so I was saying, you know what? It's true. Let me hit this indie circuit while my name is hot out there. That's what I should have did, hit the indie circuit and, and develop myself 
it came right back around. Mm-hmm. You know, but I can't fault anybody for that. You know, I mean, WWE did. They paid me a lot of money. Believe me, they paid me more money than what they're paying these guys today to get me there. Because mm-hmm. I was sitting at home. Now check this out. I was sitting at home on the big, beautiful contract from WCW. They were still paying the top guys. Wow. That's awesome. So, I, you know, like I said, I think that um, your character, you know, uh, and you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's just you can be a, you can be as athletic as you possibly can. At the end of the day, if you have no character with that, you'll just blend in with everybody else. I mean, that's that's hey, really. Hey, just think about this. My character is so good that they try to give it away a couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because you said that because I wanted to ask you about uh, Brodus Clay using your music. That was my last question for tonight. Brodus Clay using your music. Did they contact you at all? What are your thoughts about just your music being rehashed? Come on now. He didn't just use my music. He came out with the girl trying to dance, trying to say, but I don't think that was his doing. Right. I don't think he wanted to say, hey, I want to use, can I call my mama? I want to use this gimmick. I think WWE guys, whoever was developing the talent, I don't think that they put enough thought into it mm-hmm. to develop his character. They just said, let's just put something on him to see if it sticks. This works with Ernie, but they don't understand. I'm the one developed that. The mm-hmm. music, call my mama, everything about it to the red shoes, I was the one to come up with that. WCW did not come up with that. I'm the one that knew, know how to use it and what it, and how to fit it in. Now, if I had stayed with WWE long enough, I would have figured it out, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's the thing was, when you in a company that have nobody to challenge them, Nobody Peter gives the people that move that lose out are really the talent because now they don't have to develop you. If you're not already developed, they don't need you. Right. You know, back in the day when it was WCW and WWE, what they wanted to do, they wanted to develop talent, keep it coming through. You know, keep it coming through, keep it in, and keep it high on the high sound. So they gave guys like me from other sports and other things. And, and brothers in and, and wait for us to kind of catch up to it. You mm-hmm. know, WWE didn't do that. WWE brought you in, and they waited on a few people. You know, like, um, uh, um, I ain't going to be able to think of his name now, you know, but they waited on a few people to develop, and then the whole attitude changed once they got up there. Mm-hmm. Baptista. Mm-hmm. You know, when Baptista came in, man, Baptista was horrible. You know, I saw him. Like, he was he was nervous. He was, you know, he didn't. He was filling things out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they, you know, when he got up to the top, man, everybody saying he's so different now. He changed. You know, just yeah. some change. He even tried to. Yeah, I think he even tried to get into mixed martial arts. Like people start believing their shit. You cannot. You cannot be a fighter if you wasn't a fighter before you became a fighter. Mm-hmm. I know all the fighters are understand that. You can't be a. Ask your boy who left W. UFC, who left who left uh, WWF WWE and went down to UFC and see what happened to him. He got beat in a couple of what a couple of minutes. CM Punk. Yeah, but I guarantee CM Punk thought that this was a different. This was a talent, man. I can no listen. Me coming from being a, 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 a fighter to being in a wrestling ring, I knew how to separate the two. 
is totally different. I don't think uh, 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 a straight-up fighter going to find it easier to come in and be a WCW or WWE superstar mm-hmm. right off and be great at it unless they pile a lot of money, a lot of things behind like I did. It was hard for me to show. It was hard for me to sell. They didn't know how to sell because as a fighter, you taught not to let people know what you're feeling. You get hit, you could be damn near out on your feet. Guess what? You're not supposed to let this other guy know. Mm-hmm. Now you get, you don't even get hit, you get touched, and you got to let the world see it. <laughs> right. it yeah. So it was a different transition, transition to do it, but a lot of these guys really believe they hype. They think that they can go from here to to uh, to the real fighter world. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Some of the UFC, we go see, you know, we got Ronda Rousey, but Let's see how she transitioned into this right here. Mm-hmm. See if she as good as this as she is in, you know, in the um, cage. Yes, absolutely. Fantastic, fantastic, Ernest. Let the people know, uh, you know, where they can find you on social media if you if you hey, interact. Hey, man, I'm on social media, Ern, Ern, E-R-N, the Cat Miller. Awesome. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Ernest the Cat Miller on Facebook. You know, go hook up with me. See some of the stuff I'm doing. I got a couple of things coming out. Uh, some projects that I'm working on that's going to be on TV. I'm, I'm working on a project with a, a good friend of mine in wrestling that's going to be hopefully going to be here coming out this year. And, uh, you know, I'll be down at WrestleCon 2018. You know, come down to see me get the autograph. I'll uh, get my autograph. I'll be there at table 119. Awesome. Ernest, it's been a pleasure. I, I really enjoyed this interview. And uh, uh, you, you did a little kayfabe there. And, and we we, did, we pulled a little Benoit Sullivan. So it all worked out, man. Lots of fun. <laughs> hey, hey, man, it was. Let me tell you something. You know it's good when I wasn't even planning on that. I thought you were going to get called and say hello and Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, man. I really appreciate it. Appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Have a great night. All right, my man. Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners. Three. Our mind. Let's go. The whole squad is making it clear, we taking this year. You know who we are, but you don't know why we here. So this is where the big boys play. These big boys play like who defies the living God. Get out the big boys' way. Outsiders with the swoop in. We live as kings, you seeing us. But our third man waits in the wings. And when the time is right, we shock him with the proper attack. I go for dolo, but ain't solo. Cut the promo in black. Hollywood, Hendrix, Prizzle, pinning them. To the max. And I'm Das Wonderkin with the strength of a hundred men. With one intent to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap about your gas and your rags torture. White coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome, never lost faith. You in all space, you can all skate, suffer but never cripple. No bin walls in my cross face. From here to Saturday, Raven, anticipating. I was frostbitten, now I am Glacier, mixed with some Vader. Get to hawking with these animals using. 
God for my defense in Alabama. We jamming. That's beautiful. Bobby eating. Me and Priest. We the dangerous alliance. Nah, the Harlem Heat. Tie the do rag before we do battle. You're talking shit. You are what you speak. This too sweet. Till the number is took back. We repping that wolf pack. The foundation shaking. No mistaking. Yeah, we shook that. Trust in God. We trust. Pushing forward. Never look back. Meekness ain't at all weakness. Some people mistook that. Stamping out this crook rap. He turning the power on. On the razor's edge. Leg drop after a power bomb. Tired of the lies, man. We bringing the truth through. Diligent and fruitful. The owners in our group, too. It's good to be king. Sold out this war is brutal. We playing them war games. Our army go move, too. You crew. I'm in the Raptors with a bat in my hand. And stand to shatter all your plans so they don't matter. In the grand scheme, it's that easy. We tag teaming, Steiner brothers, we love it, demand the win, establish it, this the clash of the champions. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play. And a special thank you once again to Ernest the Cat Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and if you ask him, there's no doubt that he is still the greatest. He is still the greatest. <laughs> so that's... Uh, what a fantastic and fun, fun interview we were talking at off air. Um, yeah, and just, uh, wow. Yeah, just, just a very, very fun interview. I really, really enjoyed uh, uh, having that really fun time. A lot of stuff that he shared as well. Just some really fun stuff that he shared as far as his career is concerned. And just, uh, I did not know that uh, he was supposed to, uh, you know, he was talked about being the, WCW World Heavyweight Champion at once by Hulk Hogan. That's a very, very interesting uh, uh, news that I never knew about. So I'm sure that that will be uh, spread across the airwaves uh, soon. Um, Very, very interesting that uh, Ernest the Cat Miller was supposed to be um, WCW Champion. Um, Well, you know, at least least Hogan uh, discussed it and uh, did Hogan discussed the the, the fact the, the the possibility of Ernest being champion, and I don't know how I feel about that. If if Ernest the Cat Miller was champion, there was a there was a time that he was way over, and Ernest the Cat Miller being champion during the NWO era. Um. Hmm. So the the, the anti NWO people were. Sting, DDP, that was really it for the most part. Sting and DDP were the most, um, were were the biggest people that were, you know, uh, anti. I mean, there were some people too. I mean, Flair, um, and there were some other, you know, kind of mid-card people that were anti-NWO. So, yeah, I got some questions already here on the chat. Uh, Of course, we are live, the chat, Wrestling Inc., uh, Facebook, and we will be posting this on the Wrestling Inc. YouTube as we have been. Uh, so thank you so much for all of your support. Uh, let's address this question here. How do you feel about Daniel Bryan returning to the ring? I think it's a good call. And of course, uh, we'll bring in the co-host here in a bit. Uh, right after this uh, question here, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's great. I, I'm, I, it just boosted, and I've said this before on my show, and I tweeted as well. It boosted. Um, my interest, I was very, in, um, I was already very interested in the WrestleMania card, um, but I think it, I think it boosted my interest that much more, like a whole lot more that Brian's coming back. 
uh, highly anticipated. And I, like I said uh, before, I called this uh, weeks ago. Uh, I saw it. Uh, I think Daniel Bryan, I said Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I think they set it up pretty good. I think it's been a very long angle. And I think it's culminated very well. Um, so, yeah, it should be very, very fun to see. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, uh, Shane McMahon, as far as WWE is concerned, he's injured. He's got the diverticulitis. It's acute. It's not severe. Uh, there's a difference. Uh, medically, severe is usually, you know, uh, that's the one that's usually the lengthy one as far as surgery and a lot of time to recover. Uh, the acute uh, is not as um, it's not as uh, severe. It's not as uh, it's not as uh, bad. Um, so with this, with the acute, I believe it's just uh, two to three days. To I mean. Uh, Granted, let's let's make this clear. Um, it, it, let's let's make this clear. If the injury is uh, a shoot, so uh, WWE is making it look like it's a shoot. Uh, so so if it's a shoot, it usually takes about two to three days um, to recover as far as going back to work. But as far as just like heavy lifting and a lot of intense. Um, activity that usually takes four to six weeks. So could do it this way. Um, they could have Shane still be in the corner. So he'll be available. I mean, he'll, he'll be able to, to, you know, walk and be active. They, they, they announced on raw, I mean, on SmackDown tonight that he's discharged. So, I mean, they were supposed to do the surgery after the infection and all that. And now he's discharged. So it's making me look, it's making this making it seem like more like a work. I mean, I'm not going to fully say that it's not a work, but it's, it's making it seem more like a work. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's quite uh, quite interesting to see uh, where that goes. But even if it was a, a shoot, even if he had diverticulitis and had to get surgery, he would still be. I mean, medically, he'd still be able to be at Mania and uh, attend, you know, he could do, you know, um, he could be in the corner. He could be a tag partner and have Daniel Bryan do most or just about all the work. Um, If if it's a no DQ match, I'm sure he could do some chair shots and things like that. Um, The only thing is I wouldn't want Daniel Bryan to be doing most of the work uh, coming back at this point and just, uh, you know, three years gone, and you know they're still very. I mean, there's still reports of, um, you know, they're still going to uh, check him every single time he wrestle. So I wouldn't do that. Uh, I definitely would do that. Someone's asking me what the uh, Charlotte injury is. I have not. Uh, WWE's not uh, said anything about it yet. I haven't uh, checked with any of my sources to, to see exactly what it was. So I am not. I am not certain yet. I haven't checked with anybody to check and see. By the time this is on uh, YouTube, and right now it's on Facebook Live. Right by the time it's on YouTube, I'm sure that um, there'll be some information disclosed. Uh, Jason saying his uh, WrestleMania card is so stacked this year. I agree. I- I'm excited about it. I-, I think that this is a very, very stacked card. It's funny because um, I have this cup here, and this was yep. Yeah, this was uh, I was in Orlando. 
And I'm bringing, before I say that, I'm bringing in my boy, co-host with the most, Evan Tech Proud. How are you tonight, sir? Doing all right. Doing better. Glad to be back on the airwaves. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Great to have you. be show number three, as always. So good to be here. Triple header. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Triple header. Um. All right, so as I show you this cup, here's the first question. of Here's a loose end question from last week, uh, WrestleMania 14 question. Here we go. Who did Triple H defeat to retain the European Championship at WrestleMania 14? Who did Triple H defeat to retain the European Championship at WrestleMania 14? Um, all right, so, yeah, I'll show this, I'll show this before um, as far as uh, this cup here. And this cup, cup. Uh, I was in Orlando last year, and here was the cup that uh, I, I purchased from WrestleMania 33. So you can see this here for the live stream. Um, there we go. So you got the New Day. They were the host. Uh, you got Naomi, um, who... Uh, won the SmackDown uh, Women's Championship in our hometown, so that was a very, very poignant moment for her. It was it was really good. You got the Undertaker, who we thought would be his last match, but uh, it's not, unfortunately. We got uh, Triple H, uh, who went against Seth Rollins. Very good match. Uh, Brock Lesnar who uh, went against Goldberg. Very, very good match. Very yeah. intense. Yeah. It served its purpose very well. Uh, Randy Orton, um, unfortunately, you know, Orton's a legend in the business. He's a staple player, but um, unfortunately, he probably had the worst match of the night with, with Bray Wyatt. That, yeah, he did. Was he did. Yeah. Giacina, um, which... Him and him and Nikki versus Miz and Maurice. I'm sure you know it's a big moment for Miz and Maurice. Um, if John and Nikki, I mean they're engaged. If they get married, they'll have that in their record books to say, you know, we went against the, you know, we we teamed together at WrestleMania. How cute! But uh, otherwise, other than that, it, it, you know, it was total total Bella's extraordinaire. Then you got Goldberg, a uh, big Goldberg fan. Uh, now he's going to be in the Hall of Fame this year, so uh, definitely a huge, um, you know, it's been a great, you know, couple of years for Goldberg. Uh, you know, he won the Universal Championship uh, and um, at Fastlane, and then, uh, well, the, the, the 2016 uh, Survivor Series uh, surprise, you know, what, 86-second victory that he had against Goldberg. Uh, Go uh, Lesnar was probably one of the most shocking moments in WWE history. Um, won the, the title fast lane, defended it. Brock Lesnar came full circle um, and lost it in a very good match. So awesome! Kudos to Goldberg. Now he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So awesome. Uh, Seth Rollins beat Triple H. Um, you know, for being off of uh, 32 and coming back this year was pretty cool. Or he had an injury scare as well when Samoa Joe uh, injured him. So it was. Uh, thoughts of him even not coming, um, you know, for a second. You know, there was it was a scare of him not coming on this mania either. And then uh, Roman Reigns um, defeating the Undertaker in the main event. Uh, awesome, awesome 
uh, story. The match wasn't awesome. Uh, Roman Reigns, um, you know, as many as many people who don't want to admit it, Roman Reigns carried the Undertaker in that match. You can't, you know, there's there's no debate to that. Um, and then the send-off was awesome, but, um, you know, just null and void now. And then Charlotte Flair, um, who was a part of the um, Raw uh, Women's Championship match. She came in as champion, I believe, and she defended it. Uh, was it a fate of four-way match? Her, Bailey, Sasha, and Nia Jax, I believe, was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I believe it was. Um, yep. Let me check on that. Bailey won that one. Um, I thought it was. Um, wasn't that the? Wasn't that? Uh, yeah. Someone got a comment. I agree. Roman did carry the Undertaker, although it does take two people to carry a match. Um, <laughs> uh, I I would agree with you uh, in, in most other cases, uh, but. Uh, and I'm and I'm a Taker fan through and through. There's no doubt about that. Taker's one of my all. He's in my top ten greatest of all time. But it was it was rough to watch Undertaker in that match. It was it was it was really that match is right. Yeah, yeah, that match is right. Now you're um, Yeah. Okay. So that was the match. Yeah. Bailey, yeah, defeated. Charlotte, Nia, and Sasha. Yep. yep. Absolutely. But um, and, and I'm not the biggest Reigns right? fan, but he uh, he carried Taker. We were there live. We saw that. And, yeah. yeah, Ring, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reigns carried Taker in that match. Love him, or hate him. My goodness. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was tough. <laughs> it was tough to watch, especially live. It was it was tough to watch. We were just like, oh, ah, ooh, um. And I mean last I mean, last year's car was stacked too. I mean you had I mean Jericho's not gonna be on this car, but he was on last year. Um and Hardy Boys, Jeff Hardy's not gonna be on this card this year, but uh, he was last year, the big comeback, no the Dean. big return. That was huge. No I mean, Dean Thursday Ambrose was awesome. Yeah, no Dean Ambrose. He was he was he was on a pre show, but he was still Does um, anybody really miss you know, him though? In in the spectacle, no, I don't. That's for sure. I don't either. Uh, Neville's not going to be on there. Austin Aries not going to be the, on there. They're on the pre-show last year, um, and then Big Cass isn't going to be on there. Uh, Enzo Amore's not going to be on there. Maurice isn't going to be on there. Rich Swan. So there was quite a you know, Goldberg's not going to be on there. I mean, there's there was some speculation that he might be in the Andre Battle Royal. He may, but you know, uh, I I don't know, but. He's not scheduled as of now to be on there. So I mean, there was you know, a handful of people that uh, wasn't uh, that won't be on there this year that uh, that was on there last year. So last year was quite stacked as well. As, DDP. You know, the, uh, the the bottom line is this: I mean, the WWE has the talent. I mean, that's that's what yeah. the bottom line is. At the end yeah. of the day, WWE has an amazing, awesome, awesome talent. It's just that the creative part is so disappointing so many times. I mean, that's that's what it boils down. It, it, it's not a talent deficit in the WWE. That is not the issue whatsoever. Not the issue whatsoever. The creative part, and we'll get to Raw and SmackDown, especially Raw. SmackDown wasn't too bad again this, this week, but yeah. especially Raw. I mean, that's your flagship oh, show. Uh, you've got You've got some angles being developed, and, you know, it was terrible. 
Um, got some comments here. That's why I'm not in favor of this match against John Cena. Uh, should have happened 10 years ago. I agree. I, I, I'm still not. I'm, I'm still not. And I think even – here's the thing. I was very skeptical about Cena Taker. And I've, I've been very consistent with that. I still, I still feel the same way. I'm still not sold on the match. I haven't changed my mind about Taker coming back. I still am very adamant about the fact that he shouldn't have returned. Um, and, and, this, and this angle doesn't make me feel different. It, 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 doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. me feel any different. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. Have to find my like, way to Mania. Cena crying. Yeah, not knowing TV. Come on, Cena. <laughs> you're Come creating on, a path to WrestleMania as if you're not John Cena, 16-time champion, 10 and 3 WrestleMania record. Uh, yeah, See, just I mean, come on now. See, come on he now. reminds you, me you, of you, in you, school. We all had that friend, and sometimes it could have been us. Well, we all like that one girl in school in the neighborhood, and we mad because she didn't want to take her number. <laughs> we mad because she didn't want to go out on a date, and you start doing yeah. all this dumb stuff just to get her attention. Yeah. It's like, come on, come on, <laughs> Cena. Like, you're, you're, you're John Cena. Like, why are you – just yeah. say, even, even with Michaels. People forget when Michaels fought Hogan, even though that ma- one of my favorite matches of Michaels overselling at SummerSlam. What was Michael's reasoning? He went from being a heel yeah. for two weeks, and then after the match, he was a face. And what did he say to Hogan? I just had, sometimes you just got to know. That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's All you got to right. do is say, I done done everything else. I just want to know if I can defeat Taker at WrestleMania. That's, right. That's all you need. Yep. All this, you're a coward. And, and all this dumb stuff. It's like, it's, uh, that, was a, yeah. that was a perfect example. Of what it should have been Absolutely perfect example Of what it should have been It shouldn't have been some coward Like why in the world are you trying To humanize the Undertaker I don't like the and we'll get to Raw We'll, we'll get to Raw um, Again question on deck right now Who did Triple H defeat to retain The European Championship At Wrestlemania 14 Um Questions here. What superstars do you think return at WrestleMania or the night after? Um, as far as returning at WrestleMania, perhaps, you know, I'll be, I'm, I like Goldberg. If Goldberg was in the Andre Battle Royal, I'd be totally fine with that. Um, as far as returning there at Mania, um, hmm. uh, let's see. Um, I think that hmm, as far as the return is concerned, I think that day of I mean you could have Jeff Hardy come back to the Andre Battle Royal, but it wouldn't make sense if he came back to the Andre Battle Royal. I don't see a lot of returns the day of. Now the day after, I can see um, I can I can see Big Cass coming back. Uh, I can see Big Cass. I, for some reason, I I think they may do a Big Cass Braun Strowman feud, which I wouldn't be opposed to. Um, but for some reason, I'm I feel a Big Cass Braun Strowman feud. And uh, if Cedric Alexander wins the Cruiserweight Championship. 
I can even see them bringing Neville back the day after, or um, yeah, the day after would would be okay. Um, so Neville, Big Cass, uh, I can see Jeff Hardy coming back to Raw after Raw after Mania. Um, so yeah, those are those are my three. Uh, I got a uh, Granny says Undertaker versus John Cena at Vengeance pay per view two thousand three. Why well, have a match now twelve years later? I, I think the biggest thing was. Um, them not competing at Mania, so uh, you know which which could have been a good angle, but this whole dragging it, Taker's a coward crap is just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, James asking, uh, do you think that WWE ever hired David Benoit? Um. If he has the if he has the credentials as far as a wrestler is concerned, um, it's just that Benoit name is just so so tainted. So I don't know. It's it's uh it would be really tough to 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 do that. Um, to 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 hire you know. To, to hire anyone with the Benoit name, uh, so we will see. Unless you know, there's David, there's David Benoit, the uh, the jazz artist. Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big David Benoit jazz artist. Um, so yeah, it could be, you know, could be. Uh, he, I think he was at, uh, I think last year he was at a live event, if I'm not mistaken. Um. Someone saying his promo was bad. Yeah, John, John Cena's promo was bad. Uh, uh, got a comment saying, want to see Lassie versus Lesnar? I do as well. I believe that I stumped the very uh, – usually every week you guys are very uh, privy in your wrestling um, your wrestling skills, your wrestling uh, challenge, your wrestling knowledge. But looks like I stumped you all. Owen Hart is who he uh, defeated. Looks like I got you all on this one. He defeated Owen Hart. I usually don't get you all with. Uh, uh, well, if you're listening, if you're looking at this on YouTube, you might have got it. Um, but as far as the Facebook uh, crowd, yeah, it looks like I got you all for this one for Owen Hart. Here's the next one. Who won the gimmick battle royal at WrestleMania 17? Who won the gimmick battle royal at WrestleMania? 17. All right, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time. It's about that time, so let's dive right into it. It is time for the headlines. So Paul Heyman uh, entered, uh, inducting Bill Goldberg into the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm not a fan of this. It doesn't really make any sense to me. Uh, so basically, uh, no, Sergeant Slaughter did not win the gimmick battle royal. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me though that that Paul Heyman would induct Goldberg into the Hall of Fame. So they have two years of history with each. I mean, I guess they're doing it because of Goldberg went against Lesnar three times. Um, in his WWE career, that, that that's probably why they're doing it. Good job, good job, Isaac. The Iron Sheik, 
the Iron Sheik. Great job, great job. Here's the next one. We got a bunch of them for you today. Uh, real quick before I ask this question, uh, the end of the show is going to be very, very fun. So in, in honor of March Madness, unfortunately, my boys, um, the Duke Blue Devils, big Duke fan, they lost to Kansas by four points. It was such an amazing um, game. They lost in overtime. <sighs> Grayson Allen could have uh, hit that last second shot and bounced out. I wish he would have um, would have driven down and and tried to go for a layup and drew the foul. That would have been you know the ideal, but it didn't happen. And they end up losing. So, but at the same time, I'm not going to be bitter about it. I'm still going to do some March Madness stuff. So I got I got a list of 16 wrestlers. This is going to be really fun. I've got a list of 16 wrestlers, and you all, the live audience. The live audience is going to pick who, so we're going to do a bracket style. You're going to pick who is, who do you think is the better shoot fighter between the two? And we're going to eliminate people one by one. So the live audience is going to pick who is the best shoot fighter between the two. We're going to tournament style, and the winner will be uh, the fans choice of the best shoot fighter. So that's you know very creative March Madness style for every week this week, so it'll be quite fun. All right, here's the next one. Um let's see, this we got a bunch of comments here. Uh Goldberg didn't really make any friends too recently, so uh it doesn't it does kind of make sense. Uh, that is that is a good point. We'll talk about uh, him and Chow Son and uh beef. Um Real quick, him and Chow Sonnen has had some beef uh, on Twitter. There was a interview from a few years ago, 2015. Chow Sonnen was interviewing Vince Russo. Russo said that Goldberg is the was the most difficult person that he worked with during his time in WCW. He thought he believed his own hype, so that was his thing. And then you know, Chow Sonnen put some. Um, at libs in there as well, saying that he didn't get it, and then he uh, teach, uh, used a MMA reference, saying that Jake Shields, uh, the, he was a middleweight. He's a middleweight. Uh, Jake Shields. He dwarfed over him. He put his arm around him. He shook him. It made Shields look a lot smaller because uh, Goldberg is a is a giant. So he believed that ran him out of the MMA world as far as just announcing is concerned. So fan brought that back up and so uh there was some exchange between Sonnen and, and, and Goldberg. Goldberg called Sonnen a punk and uh yeah. So there was a bunch of debate on who would win between a shoot fight uh facing Goldberg with Charles Sonnen. So that was a very interesting uh discussion. So Who's the best shoe fighter? We'll we'll see. Uh, let's see. What's your favorite NFL team? The Tennessee Titans. Uh, let's see. Kansas crush Michigan in national championship. If it does come uh, to those two, you know what? Um, I am so I'm a, I am in born raised and currently live in Ohio. Ohio born and bred, and. Um, so I'm definitely not rooting for Michigan, that's for sure. 
I am rooting for I am rooting for uh, Laloya Chicago. So I, I want just the Laloya Chicago. They have not made the Final Four in fifty five years. So nineteen sixty three was the last time they made uh, the the uh, Final Four. So fifty five years. So yeah. Got a comment saying it really didn't make sense to uh, to me. Why well, Kane came back and confronted Cena just to lose? I feel like Kane should have won last night. I mean, you know, just the, just Kane's placement was just odd. I mean, it was just a really, really odd placement. So very, very, very odd. Um, here's the next question. This is fun. Name the participants of the Fatal Four Way match at WrestleMania 16. And the McMahon at each corner. The McMahon at each corner. Um, let's see. So Kansas. Let's see. The lawyer Chicago. The lawyer one. Someone saying the lawyer is already eliminated. No, it's not true. As far as I know, because I saw the Duke. Yeah. No. They play Michigan. They're not. They're not eliminated. The the final four is Laloya, Michigan, Kansas, and Villanova. So, Laloya plays Michigan on Saturday. Kansas plays Villanova um, on uh, on 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 Saturday as well. So yeah, Laloya's still in there. I mean, yes, yeah, that's what that's what I thought. All right. So yeah, that's that's who I'm voting for. Um. Do you think the reason why WWE ain't putting Dean Malenko in the Hall of Fame is because they don't want him bringing up Benoit? Hmm. Interesting question. Very interesting question. Um. No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that that's the reason why. Um. Because Kurt Angle can bring up Benoit. I mean, they had some fantastic matches. Um, and he was in Hall of Fame, so. I mean, of course, Demon Lincoln's an agent right now, so w- so WWE can clearly say, "Hey, don't mention Benoit in this Hall of Fame speech." So they could do that. I do think Malenko should be in the Hall of Fame. It still it, it still boggles my mind that he won the I think it was the 1995 uh, <laughs> PWI uh, Wrestler of the Year. I think I think it was. Um, Evan, what was that? Was that the was that the ninety five PWI wrestler of the year that Dean Malenko won? Uh, I think. Yeah, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was ninety five. <laughs> the top five hundred wrestlers of nineteen ninety five. I think it was Dean Malenko. Let me let me check. Let me let me make sure of that. But I think nineteen ninety five went to Dean Malenko. <laughs> that was like. What in the world? That did not it make was, sense uh, whatsoever to me. Dean, out of anybody, out of anybody and everybody, 95 must have been a tough year for Dean Malenko. Uh, okay, so Diesel, I got Diesel was 95. Um, Michael so it must have been Ray. 96 then. I think it's in 96 to 97. Okay, Shawn Michaels is 96. Okay, so it must have been 97. Let me check and see. 97 was, yeah, Dean Malenko, ladies and gentlemen. Dean Malenko, 1997 PWI, top, he was the best wrestler in the world. 
1997. I got, I, I got, oh, I got one man. for you though. Hey, here's he, mm-hmm. the funny thing. For listen to this, fans. PWI '95. Diesel is one. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Two Shawn Michaels makes sense. Three Sting. He's the goat. Four Bret Hart. Cool. Five is Sabu. Six is Hogan. Yeah. Seven's Vader. Eight Savage. Nine is Hall. <laughs> Ten is Masawa. So you mean to tell me yeah. Sabu has a higher had a higher ranking than Vader, Hogan, Savage, and Masawa? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, that's the rhyme or the rhyme and uh, or reason for D Malenko to be the best. I mean, here's okay. Let, let me say this to clarify: D Malenko is a fantastic wrestler, and he should be in the Hall of Fame. I'll say that. But have you met him? But have you met him? Uh, I have not met him, but I've heard I some have. things. Yeah. I have. I've he he, le- he leaves a lot to be desired, and he doesn't speak loud. Yeah, he speaks I, very low. So yes, uh, yes I have. Heard. He is. Yeah. Um. So he's a great wrestler. Should be in the Hall of Fame. But but ninety seven, uh, was. Uh, the and here's the here's the crazy thing about this. Real quick, uh, I got some really good questions that I'll answer here uh, in a bit. Uh, still question on deck. Trivia question: Name the participants of the Fatal Four Way match at WrestleMania 16 and the McMahon at each corner. So a two part question. Um, so 97 was in the heat of the NWO angle. Uh, it was in the heat. I mean, 96, uh, you know, Bash of the Beast, 96. No one will ever forget that pay-per-view. One of the most memorable pay-per-views of all time. July 1996. You know, everybody can recall where they were. So in the midst of all of that, in the midst of <clears throat> NWO, whose side is he on? He's the third man, you know, uh, Bobby Heenan tipping the hat. And all of that. Sting was supposed to be the third guy, but Hogan agreed, and da 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 da. The backstage thing behind it. Hogan started off with calling the New World Organization, uh, and all of the uh, um, all of the the paper and and the cups and the drinks and all that being thrown in the ring. And you guys can stick it. All all of that. 1996, going into 1997, Hogan, Nash, Hall, Sting, all of those names who were so pivotal in the uh, Monday Night Wars, none of them were better than Dean Malenko, Malenko, ladies and gentlemen, none of them. (laughs) And and Dean Malenko at that time was feuding with, uh, like, Jericho, and yes, uh, yes, Cicelo Pay and Hooven too. Damian Cicelo Garza, Super Calo, um, El Dandy. Yeah, wow. Yeah, El Dandy. <laughs> it just, <laughs> just uh, Silver King, uh, and just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that just doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense. Liz Mark Junior. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Liz Mark Junior. <laughs> um, yeah, just and you know he was a great cruiserweight, the you know U.S. Championship run. Um, what year was he? What year was he U.S. Champ? I, I hope that I hope that they didn't put him in because 
he won the U.S. title. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what. Um, let me find out what year he won the U.S. championship. Um, they better not put him in because he won the U.S. championship. That's for sure. He won. <clears throat> Super crazy. That's right. Super crazy, Granny. Granny. Um. You uh, uh so was it ninety? Let's see, U.S. champ. So he joined the Horsemen. So ninety-six. Okay, so he pinned Guerrero to win the U.S. championship in ninety-seven. Um. Retained it by defeating Jeff Jarrett at Slamboree, um, but lost it at 97 uh, Nitro. So he won. He won the title in 97. So yeah, for some reason they thought that that was good enough to <laughs> to, to do it. Won the Cruiserweight Championships. So, yeah, it was you know. He definitely wasn't the best wrestler in 1997. A uh, great, uh, yeah, good job, good job, uh, Tina. Um, great job, actually. The Rock had Vince, Triple H had Stephanie, Big Show had Shane, and Mick Foley had Linda. Um, <laughs> then they then they come to WWE writing Lawn Wars, right? <laughs> right. Um, what, what was their name? The, the uh, Mexican Mexicals. The Mexicals. The Mexicals. Um, they're they're. <laughs> was it um? Oh, was it was it them that had that song? Uh, you don't want to get on my bad side. Yeah, I think that was. Uh, I think it was them. I think it was them actually. Yeah, uh, talk about their Latino. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Raw's War, good years. Yeah, yeah, definitely an awe moment. Uh, someone saying that it was a minor dental operation that uh, Jay, that uh, Charlotte had. So that's uh, there you go. Someone is saying you're correct. I was thinking of the wrong game. The lawyer Chicago is still alive. Yes, they are. Um. Austin asks, uh, do you think CM Punk will ever come back to WWE? Never say never. Um, yeah, why not? I mean, it, it really depends on Punk. I mean, Punk doesn't want to come back. I think if he shows interest, I'm sure that WWE would show interest as well. But uh, Punk is quite adamant of saying, I don't want to come back. So, um, No one misses him. <laughs> they can't put everyone... And all at once, give him time. I'm sure he'll get in. And hey, D. Malenko was awesome. Don't be hating. <laughs> like I said, I mean, I, I, I'm not hating on D. Malenko as an awesome competitor, but the top 500 wrestler uh, of of the year, absolutely not. Um, do you think Triple H will pick Jeff Jarrett to be part of his creative team? Uh, that's a good question. Um. I, yeah, I could see that. I could see Jeff Jarrett being part of NXT uh, creative because Jeremy Borash is. Um, he's uh, Jeremy Borash is uh, working with Triple H. Um, so yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Like, uh, why not? Makes sense to me. Uh, Roberto, yeah, Santa, you can see King of the Mountain. You can see King yeah, of the Mountain absolutely. matches again in WWE or Full Metal Mayhem. 
That would be absolutely terrible. I hope to see Undertaker on Raw next week. Uh, I'm sure we'll get that. Next question. Who lost the WWE Women's Championship at WrestleMania 17? Who lost the WWE Women's Championship at WrestleMania uh, 17? Um, All right, so there's uh, some speculation that new general managers can be on the horizon. Uh, okay, so let me let me let me answer this question. Do you think Ambrose should get in the Universal picture when he returns? Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, Ambrose, um, although he's popular from uh, Smarky fans, yes, Austin, good job. Ivory is the correct answer. Ivory lost it to China. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean Ambrose is a good mid carder. I mean he's a he's a solid mid carder. I mean it's tough to say that you know for people who like Ambrose, but I don't I don't see Ambrose as a main event person. I think it was boring when he had the WWE Championship. You know, AJ Styles is one of the greatest wrestlers in the world and has been for quite some time for a number of years, but he made. An angle with Am with he made an angle with AJ Styles boring, and if if, if you make an angle with AJ Styles boring, yikes! That's saying yeah, quite a bit. Um, so real quick, uh, there's some there's some speculation, and it just takes us to speculation as of now that there's some general managers, uh, new general managers with the, um, with the superstar shakeup, and Daniel Bryan kind of hinting at it uh, this week. As far as not wanting to be a GM anymore, there might be some new general managers after uh, at the Superstar Shakeup right after Mania. Um, so, what are your thoughts? So just uh, we're, we're getting some comments now as far as who should uh, be the general managers for Raw and SmackDown if that occurs, if they do that. Evan, what are your thoughts? So, who do you think should be the GM for Raw, and who would be your GM for SmackDown? Before you say that, someone is saying I'd love to see Hogan replace Daniel Bryan. Uh, well, crying is what the person said, but I'll say Brian. Uh, Daniel Bryan is general manager for SmackDown Live. Someone said I heard Hulk Hogan. Um, what are your thoughts, Evan? Who should be – if it's just – I mean, they're probably – they may still do Angle and Raw. I don't see uh, Angle on a full-time or semi-full-time capacity. but. But if it's this Daniel Bryan, if he does go and does more of a uh, wrestler role, who do you think should be in the in this role? I don't know. I see do something different. Make it anarchy and chaos. These, these, this whole raw general manager thing. Don't have a general manager. Just have just make it chaos. Or if they, if anything, mm-hmm. just I don't know, it, whatever they do. Just but make there's, so it's there's, not, but make there's so talks of any, general managers. Being uh, there's talks of general yeah, no. being um, you know replaced. So who do you think should be for for all his one? And you always mentioned Sting. There were talks of Sting being general manager, oh, have him on Raw. There would there be something different, better than Angle. I don't want to see Sting every week. That that break the mystery. bring back the anonymous Raw GM. You did a little. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I, 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 that, that was a joke. I hated that. Anonymous hey, I, I hated that. That was a joke. I hated that, too. Oh, man. That, 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 that was a sincere <laughs> joke. I hated that, too. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're raw. You know, I'm really not sure. I mean, I, I guess you can keep Angle. I mean, who are you really going to use? 
you know, Foley. I, and the problem with Raw is every time there's an authority figure, Stephanie comes in and bullies them. Yeah. You know what I mean? SmackDown. Hey, you know what? SmackDown made the Raw GM Michael Hayes. Something different. <laughs> I mean, Michael, you know Michael what I mean? The Hayes, 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 Michael P.S. Hayes. That, that would be hilarious. I would say, I would, SmackDown football would be a little better than <laughs> Raw. Be that would be hilarious. Doing a little bit the uh, bad street with the fanny pack and the, that would be funny. Oh, that would be flavor. Um, funny, Raw, funny story. Sure. Funny story about P.S. Hayes. I saw him on a plane um, coming to Orlando last year for Mania, and uh, yeah, he was just you know cooling and chilling. Uh, you know, he I acknowledged him. He acknowledged me. He wasn't you know he wasn't like uh, standoffish or anything. So you know, um, he's he's fine by me. Um, if someone, Jamie's saying if Brock moves to UFC, I'd love to see Heyman. I can definitely see Heyman as GM. Absolutely. Yeah, Heyman's a good GM. Um, absolutely. Uh, Hulk Hogan is GM for Raw. Stone Cold GM. For I don't want to see Hogan every week. Right. I don't want to see Hogan right, every right. week. I don't want to see Hogan every week either. Yeah, I agree. Um. Doc Kendrick is the one. Doc, who said that? Who said that? Doc Kendrick. You know what? Yeah. You know what? Kendrick. You know what? Bring back Doc Kendrick. The head Todd Pettengill will come back. The head him. Uh, yeah, man. Remember that? Absolutely. Then you tried to push them shirts over. If you just you caught it up now, you can just get some exclusive shirts only twenty four ninety nine. Right. Uh, our boy uh, Sean Mooney, have him be GM. Yeah, Sean Mooney. Um, yeah. I, 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 uh, I mean, let's see. Let's see. Somebody yeah, say Stone Cold. Looking on. Eric Bischoff. Huh? Yeah. Uh, we've been that. there, done that. I can see him come back. <laughs> so I, for some Bay, reason, I've had him on my show. I've communicated with him a bunch of times. Um, there, well, I, I want him to be NXT general manager. Hey. I like well, I like Regal as general manager in NXT. Hey. I, I like it. I, I like got, it. I like it a lot. It's, he's I got out there one. every week, and he comes at the real good time. I got one for you. For some reason, I like Bischoff as is, is, is NXT general manager. I got one so for you. Got, Booker T is Raw general manager. <laughs> Tell me he didn't that, that just was, say that. That that would be hilarious. <laughs> Think of anybody. You, yeah, yeah. Tell me, you know, I I do it for you, and I, oh, come on, man. Yeah, he was SmackDown general manager. He was SmackDown general manager, so you know, yeah, he was. Work. Could work. Hey, you know what? Yeah, he make him King Booker. Had Booker T come out as King Booker. No, that was. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't have King because that was just a that was a really good gimmick. But if you you know yeah. what I mean, like. If, well, he can if, switch up and talk someone, like he did. For like someone to be, for someone to be Raw or SmackDown general manager, you can't have like a really strong gimmick. You know what I mean? Like if, if he just comes back as Booker T, he'd be he'd, he'd be all good because after after every single really good match, he says he'll I'd say, "I do it for you." That's right. He said, <laughs> "I'd do it for you." <laughs> he'll say it every week. Uh, he'll be like, "You know what? You know what, sucker." You come down to this ring right now, and you apologize to me, your general manager, for being so disrespectful for me next week, for last week. You need to do it. 
do it now. <laughs> I do it for you. <laughs> and everybody who watches the Pancakes of Power Slam show will go bananas. <laughs> You'll have a bunch of signs that says, I do it for you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so funny. That's starting a trend. That's starting a trend. Uh, um, <laughs> it's, it's funny. I got a tweet last week. <laughs> I love it. I do it for you. It's starting to trend. It's starting to grow legs on the pan- from from the pancakes of Power Slam show, ladies and gentlemen. I got a tweet last right. week that uh, a fan of the show. He said, "I do it for." He said, "Do it, do it now. I do it for you." On one of Booker T's live Facebook um, uh, videos, and Booker oh, T wow. pinned it. He pinned it on his live Facebook video. Yes. Oh, man, it was amazing that he did it. And so, ladies and gentlemen, Pancakes at Power Slam Show is growing legs to Booker T saying, do it, do it now. I do it for you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so uh, Jerry Lawler. Okay, Jerry Lawler for GM. Uh, Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. This is all right. Um, Hornswoggle. No. (laughs) I'm good with that. Hey, Armando um, Estrada. Uh, yeah, I'll be told. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Fine with Armando Alejandro Estrada. Uh, someone is saying Triple H is GM and Roman could be the next no, awesome man. No, I'm, I, no. That, that makes sense though. No, that makes sense. No, I mean, if, if Triple no, H was GM, we'll see no, no. Roman awesome man. The only thing with that I, is that uh, I, I mean, say no again. Kind of doing it with with Brock, we, but. We done seen them as it's time for something new. How many times we we didn't see Vince or Stephanie or Shane or Triple Somebody H knew. be authority yeah, figures yeah. since nineteen ninety seven to <laughs> yeah, now. If you if you throw them in every now and then, you know Triple H Triple H and Stephanie they're actual corporate. With Vince, they can make cameos, they can make DLC appearances, but we do not need to see them every single week. Did we all? To the to the fan that said this, did you love seeing them every week when they was the authority? Good question. Good question. And 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 I'm not Yeah, I'm not killing what you said, but something different. Yeah, I agree with you. Who retained the European Championship at WrestleMania 18? Who retained the European Championship at WrestleMania 18, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, so yeah, great conversation about who the uh, I got a friend of mine actually said Jeff Jarrett for for general for GM. I'd be mm, fine with that. Some different. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> You know what? Uh, I got a blast in the past. Lee yeah. Russell, yeah, Lance Russell, or <laughs> Colonel Buddy Lee Parker. Lance Russell passed away <laughs> last year, I think he did. Oh, he did? Oh, my gosh. I apologize. I had no idea. That's one yeah, of the rare passing aways. Dang. But you know what? <laughs> Colonel <laughs> Buddy Lee Parker. I was a big fan of Lance Russell. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lance Russell was great. That's right. Ding, Memphis ding, wrestling, ding, 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 ding. 
Memphis they'll go back to the way. old days when wrestling had credits. Remember that? Fans, anybody oh, yeah. old enough to remember when you had the, the VHS, the, the video, well, these are called video cassettes, or the pay-per-views, and they actually had credits at the end? Good old days. Funny story. Um, <clears throat> at the end of WCW, they would do the credits, and they would say Virgil Runnels. Virgil Runnels. Really yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, Lance Russell died October 3rd, 2017, so just a few months back. Oh, man. About six Two days after my birthday. My sincere apologies. Uh, I apologize to the great late Lance uh, Russell. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, we got a we got a good one here in Evansville. Wait, <laughs> I just, wait, wait. I loved Who was the, when uh, Lance Russell uh, plugged the, the the local shows. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> wait, who who was my man um, from W uh, Texas WCCW? They used to do the um, commentating too. Used to do the, Marshall. Used to do the, no, 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 no. The other guy. He used to do the. Um, oh, Lee Marshall the was AWA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, WCCW. Like, Scotty so, Flamingo so did commentary and. Oh no! Wait! Oh no! 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 Okay. Wait. So, so I'm thinking GWF Scotty Flamingo. Uh, I had him on my show, Mark Lawrence, right? Mark Lawrence, yeah. He used to love him to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. was the wrestling. <laughs> doom, do, 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 doom. Him. <laughs> I loved. I loved yeah. that theme song. And I was a big fan of Mark Lawrence. I had, I, I had, I, I don't remember when I had Mark Lawrence on my show, but check it out for people who uh, just go to iTunes, subscribe, and listen to uh, Mark Lawrence uh, on the Pancakes of Power Slam show. It was a really, really good, uh, really, really good interview. Brought back some some awesome memories of uh, when I used to watch uh, WCW, WCCW World Class Championship Wrestling. Um, it was on Mark Lawrence uh, interview. I had him in uh, February of 2016, so two years ago. Um, episode 204 is when I had Mark Lawrence on there. Uh, but, you know, I used to love when uh, Mark Lawrence would introduce uh, the Fabulous Freebirds. He would call he, – because Buddy Roberts at that time was called the Toast of the Coast. You know, he was, you know, he, he, right. he was big shot. Yeah. You know, he was just so monotone. He would have his little spikes when he go up. Like, ladies and gentlemen, introducing Fabulous Freebird member, Toast to the Coast, Buddy Roberts. Yeah. Just, his <laughs> announcing and introductions were absolutely amazing. Mark Lawrence would be the man. Uh, Edge's GM, uh, hmm, um, Norman Smiley, <laughs> the big wiggle. That would be funny. Scott Hudson. Uh, <laughs> Scott Hudson, there you go. Um, yeah, be interesting. Keep keep them coming. Uh, next question: uh, Who retained the European Championship at WrestleMania 18? Who retained the European Championship at WrestleMania 18? All right, let's uh, skim through this. We want to have enough time to go to the Flavor of the Week to discuss uh, to do the, do this tournament. Uh, Bruce Pritchard reveals the one uh, moment that uh, the, turned the fans against Roman Reigns. Um, you know, he was talking about uh, Daniel Bryan and Royal, Royal Rumble and Philly, um, well, Pittsburgh, I believe, where it was um, in 2015 when they um, had it. And they were just saying, like, and, you know, he was saying the fans wanted Roman Reigns, but they wanted to, uh, you know, they, they, they kind of put Daniel Bryan in there, and you know Daniel Bryan, uh, he wasn't ex- you know expected to, to to be the guy at that time. He could have eventually been the guy, or or, or you know uh, come back because he won the title at uh, fourteen, 
and then he took some time off, and you know he was not being necessarily the guy. Roman Reigns was huge at that time. People really loved Roman Reigns, and I think uh, you know Pritchard was talking about how they uh, the, the the fact is when what turned the corner was when um, he won that Royal Rumble, and you know he, it wasn't anything of his doing. It's just that uh, that's what it, you know. That's what they wanted to do, and and they made him winner. And fortunately, you know, that's uh, that's what they did. And and, and it sucks for Roman Reigns because he, you know he he puts his heart and soul. He's a, he's a hard worker, and of course, in six months yeah. of time. Uh, let me see if I got a direct quote. He says, uh, "What hurt Roman Reigns is that everyone wanted something new. They wanted something different, and the guy everyone wanted was Roman Reigns." He said. That's because Daniel Bryan was out with an injury, so they gave them Roman Reigns. Everyone was ready for him, and when we get to the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia, set to appoint Roman Reigns, so that was the one in, in 2015 in Philadelphia, okay, set to appoint Roman Reigns, and they bring back Daniel Bryan, and the people wanted him. Prior to Daniel Bryan being a part of all that, they wanted Roman. I mean, that makes sense. And then he suggested, he said, I would have held off on Daniel Bryan and kept Roman Reigns in the right spot, in the right place. Everyone, everything would have been completely different. But bringing back Daniel Bryan when they did, it hurt Roman Reigns. So people who remember that want to hate him. It's not Roman's fault. I do think that there's a large segment of the audience, whether they love him or hate him, man, they react to him, and that's a good thing. I mean, you you can't can't dispute that. You can't dispute it. And and, and here's the thing, and I and I've said this before. I've said this before, uh, and I, and I was going to tweet it, but I think I'm a, I might even write an article about it. But I'm thinking I, I don't know if I want to because I've written so many Roman Reigns apologist articles. <laughs> um, but here's here I'm going to say this here though. I think that Roman Reigns is, and I strongly believe this. I believe that Roman Reigns is getting booed. Because WWE got to him before the fans did. That's that is my clear as day, very very stern. I'm not moving away from that belief. I believe, and we saw it when he was a heel, when he was with the Shield, doing the spear, doing the Shield bomb, the triple power bomb. Fans were going, they were going bananas. He was the most over person in the Shield. He was. Hands down. Everybody Hands was down. cheering him, loving him. Yeah, absolutely. When he uh, was the 2014 Royal Rumble, when um, you know he was just eliminating people uh, back and forth and left and right, and he was way over. People went bananas. The one Batista won. They wanted Reigns to win that Rumble when when Batista won, and fans were going nuts. And I mean, watch those old Shield matches, 2014. 2013, watch those old Shield matches. They would go bananas for Roman Reigns. And I believe that the WWE reached Roman Reigns before uh, before the fans did, before the Marks did, and that's the reason why he's getting booed. And I, and I, and I stand by that. Stand by that 100%. Um, thank you, Tina. Yes, Roman is great. Name a bad Roman match. I'll wait. Jason said I agree with you. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's just, it's, I, here's the thing. You know, people said the shove down your throat thing, blah, 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 blah. People didn't say that for Hogan when he, uh, you know, when he made even multiple manias. Like, you know, like 
seven out of the first eight manias. And, you know, they didn't, no complaints. You know, actually, what, the first nine manias, he entered, he, he main evented one, two, three, Savage in the uh, main event uh, four. So one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. So out of the yeah. first, out of the, out of the uh, first nine manias, he main evented eight of them. And people don't yeah. complain about that. So, yeah, makes no The fans got to Roman Reigns. I mean, the, the WWE got to Roman Reigns before the Marks did. If it was the other way around, if if the if fans if the marks would have made Roman Reigns their guy if they would have built Roman Reigns they would have kept cheering for him he it would be a whole different thing because he was he's the fans pick he's the fans he's created by the fans to be you know, the marks I should say not the fans not not the wide variety of them but he's created by the marks to be the guy but WWE made him that and so well, it's unfortunate with these uh, with a lot of this crowd nowadays. All right, so uh, the next uh, one, greatest Royal Rumble event not finalized yet, the 50-man Royal Rumble a few weeks after WrestleMania, so that's uh, interesting news. Uh, they had a partnership uh, with Saudi Arabia in February last month, and so they're like, hey, we're going to give you this 50-man battle royal. Uh, seven um, championships defended, but not the women's championship, so uh, there's a lot of controversy with that, but, you know, and they're they're teasing that uh, basically it's, it is going to be in the WWE Network, so it would be interesting to see. Uh, I'm interested in watching it and see how they're doing it, and you know, the 50 people <laughs> who they're going to be pulling for from 50 people. That should be very interesting. And Bray Wyatt, um, he could be on the verge of um, making WrestleMania history with uh, being the first person, the first active superstar ever to defend a world championship. And then next year, potentially not make the card at all and go to the pre-show. So, I mean, there's people who've done that who's retired or was injured, but not any active wrestler in both years. So, it could be quite bad for uh, Bray Wyatt. But I mean, that's really just—I mean, that's really his career in a nutshell. That's that describes it. Next, um, all right. So, uh, yeah. So we got DDP for that. Retain the European Championship. Next question on deck is, who won the WWE Hardcore Championship at WrestleMania 17? Who won the WWE Hardcore Championship at WrestleMania 17? Real quick, got a question here. Why do you think WWE decided to do dual pay-per-views again? Um, because they couldn't find enough uh, time to spread out. To, uh, to, to have uh, exclusive pay-per-views. I mean, that's that's what I believe. All right, real quick. Um, it's been the next uh, 90 seconds or so to let to us know your Raw and SmackDown review because we got some tournament uh, shoot fighting, fan picking action to do. So, uh, what are your Raw and SmackDown thoughts? Uh, overall, I thought Raw. Um, Raw was just okay. Uh, like I said, it's. I'm kind of old school when it comes to building storyline. Like, for instance, if Braun Strowman, I still feel talking too much. And then you keep having them fight every week, Cesaro and Sheamus, interchangeably. So why is it going to be special to see them actually fight each other at Mania? It's kind of, you know, it's a lesson. 
And like I said, the whole Cena thing is just him sitting up, rolling the eyes the back of his head. And I feel sorry for Kane because no one's feared Kane since 2003. Kane should right. just to lose. It's like he's not even a threat anymore. I don't know who's worse. Do you fear Kane any worse or do you fear Bray Wyatt? I thought I thought uh Raw was just uh <laughs> decent. It's okay. Uh SmackDown I did enjoy. SmackDown was good to see Benjamin made of a SmackDown with uh, Nakamura. I enjoyed that match. I enjoyed the mind games with Nakamura and AJ. Uh Nakamura has a lot of weird tendencies. I mean I've been following him since New Japan. And rubbing on AJ's face saying uh, I know your boy, you know, Jinder Mahal, okay, I did reference you on the show about how you loved doing his uh, uh, doing his voice. But, and, and then, <laughs> Fatal 4 way now for the U.S. title. I'll be enough before you recess. We're going to download you in the match. It's like, really, you yeah. going to add another, another a fifth person so it'll be a Fatal 5 way? And, <laughs> I mean, and Ziggler, Rusev, I guess you can say. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Rusev, you know, the match would be hijacked, Rusev Day. Um, the, yeah, Belgian, exactly the, the, Bel- like. the Belgian Belgian Brothers against New Day. I mean, that match was decent. It told a good story. You know, you have New Day, Usos kind of have the truth, but they're, they're kind of teaming up in a way that's trying to go against the common mm-hmm. enemy. So I, I enjoy SmackDown more than Raw again this week. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Raw was a bit of a cluster mess. Um, I just think that there were just a bunch of angles that just uh, still got loose ends to them that should have been tightened up this week. I mean, you're you're two weeks out. You're less than two weeks out before Mania. You've only got a go-home show left. You can't just have in these angles extend until the final, until the final day. I, I mean, you know, Whatever happened to WrestleMania 17 when you know you're going to have Rock versus Austin, and it made the the, the theme song amazing, like My Way. That was the, the that was the theme song from uh, WrestleMania 17. But it was great because they would always use it in video packages. Still watch it. Uh, and yeah. they would do the sit down interviews. It was so much passion. It was so good, right? And that feud. Yes, was there was it. so much passion in that feud that they would. It made it real. It made it. It made it convincing. I sus. The, the disbelief was suspended. Core people were saying hardcore Holly, and that's not the correct answer, unfortunately. The, uh, the <laughs> correct answer is Kane. Kane won the hardcore championship at WrestleMania 17. Um, yeah. So I mean, it was it was so amazing. It was like I'm gonna do things my way. It, it was. My way or the highway. It was just so amazing as far as just Even, adding um, the, the, the song, the, the, the video packages. Yes, it did. Face versus face. I mean, that was the only only second face versus face match, singles match, other than uh, Hogan and um, Hogan and uh, uh, Warrior at six, and then Michaels and Cena did it again. At uh, what was Michaels and Cena? Twenty three. Um, yeah. Let's see. I think it was twenty three, right? Um. Yes, twenty three was Michaels and Cena. Um. So they did that again that time, which was also a very good match. But yeah, I mean, it it, it made sense. It, it it was it was the video package was so amazing, and yeah, I mean, it it made the song. Stand out. It even made the song stand out. 
If you go back, if you look at YouTube and look at those sit-down interviews and look at the video package of 17, it was so amazing. You already knew what, this, what, the, what the main event was. They were just on and on and on, just really digging in, you know, the main event, digging in, you know, the fans, making us realize that this is like, this is, this is awesome, you know. Uh, and I, I was I was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, Dallas is going to kill me. I live here in Atlanta. And I take his DDP yoga class on a regular basis. <laughs> Very interesting. I've had DDP on my show. Go check it out. Um, we're always a mess. Al says SmackDown was pretty good. I agree. You see Big Show being tag team partner of Braun for a final one for gold. I have uh, I, I have thought that. Um, I'm still going by Kurt Hawkins. Why not? But Big Show would uh, make sense as well. Uh, Raw didn't make sense. That spot with Rousey and Absolution was pointless. Yeah, I, I mean, they, I tweeted this. No, they, no, better not make the, they better not make the mixed tag team uh, main event. They would riot. It would be an NWO-style riot again. And that would not put Rousey over as a baby face. Um, real quick, two hundred five live was amazing. The, the, the four way match at the end of two hundred five live was absolutely amazing. Unfortunately, throughout the rest of the two hundred five live, um, the fans weren't into it because it's right after SmackDown, so people don't care. Well, you, you know, actually, it's right at the Mixed Match Challenge, uh, which uh, Bobby Roode and replacing Becky Lynch won. Um, Charlotte will go back to team with Bobby Roode for the finals. Uh, the Mr. Ross thing was awesome. I was actually hoping, I mean, I knew that they were going to ruse him and, and, and keep him, you know, together, but I was actually hoping for Dallas, uh, both Dallas and turn, you know, people were getting behind them. Um, so, I mean, that's, I mean, SmackDown was, uh, you know, yeah. Jamie Frost, Jamie Frost looked like she could be a wrestler. I, actually, from what I heard, uh, that was, you know, that was actually her first time as a wrestler. She, I think she does a, Valet. I think she's a valet in Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. Um, SmackDown, yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was solid. It was very solid. Uh, Daniel Bryan did say Shane would be back, so it might he might be actually injured, but they're maybe working into the angle. It could be, but I really want to see that tag match. So Dolph Ziggler and Tyler Breeze didn't make any sense. Nakamura and AJ made sense as far as just the the storyline and how they're developing that. So. It was pretty cool to see that. All right, real quick. We got to do this real quick. Um, and this is going to be fun, but we're going to have to speed it up as far as time is concerned. So here we go. Flavor of the week. It is now time for the flavor of the week. All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, fan interaction, ladies and gentlemen. Um. All right, so I'm going to pick – I've got 16 names, picking two randomly, and you're going to tell me who is better uh, – who you think is the better shoot fighter. One is going to advance, one is going to be eliminated. All right, first name is Kevin Owens, and he will be facing in a shoot fight. oh Brock Lesnar. Which one would win? Which one would win? What do you think, Evan? Brock. Yeah, I think Brock. Easily. Uh, Brock. Yeah. <laughs> definitely Brock. Unless unless somebody say something different in the in the chat room. Um 
Uh, yeah, Brock. Okay, so <laughs> so Kevin Owens is uh, eliminated uh, from from the so Brock Lesnar advances. All right, here's the next two. Here's the next two. First one is Jinder Mahal, and the next name is Titus O'Neil. Who do you think, Evan? Titus. I think so too. I think uh, with the uh, football background, I think he would take uh, Jinder Jinder Mahal in a shoot fight. Oh, we got a Jinder. Okay, let's see if we got any more votes real quick because right now. We both say uh, Titus, but uh, we got the gender comment. And if um, this is based on the chat room, so you better hurry up. I don't know if there's a delay or you you typing away, but it's like a going once, going twice. Um, if if y'all are gonna do it, do it now. <laughs> say your answer. <laughs> Otherwise, Jenner's going to advance because we gotta uh, we gotta speed it up here. All right, we got some uh, um, some Titus. Let's see. All right, so I think we're gonna give that one to Titus for the sake of uh, uh, we got some we got people saying Jenner at the same time. Uh, more than one comment saying Jenner Mahal. We got people who really like Jenner Mahal. It is trolling. It is trolling. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think people just like uh, well, just one person in particular, like Gen- uh, Gender Al does. Uh, so we're going to give it to Titus um, based on uh, the the universal comments here. All right, so Titus advances. Next we have uh, all right. Who would win a shoot fight between Shinsuke Nakamura? Versus Rusev. Ooh, very interesting. This random draw. I, I chose sixteen names from from the uh, from WWE, but uh, this is very random Rusev. as far as I'm, I'm picking them. I, I don't know who they're. Who do you think? Yeah, Rusev will win because it's background. I guess mm, Rusev. Got Nakamura. I got nah. I got split. I got Nakamura and Rusev. Um. Uh, Nakamura's got some uh, shoot fighting background too. Rusev is the popular choice, so we're gonna go Rusev. All right, getting down to nitty gritty. Here's the next two, real quick. AJ Styles and against Triple H. Oh, nice. AJ Styles versus Triple H. Who will win in a street fight? In a shoot fight. What you got, Evan? Huh? That's gonna be tough. Um, oh, I say AJ. You know, Triple H is better. I agree. I think AJ is more agile. Yep. I, 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 and and people are saying Styles unanimously on the chat. So AJ wins unanimously. All right, next two, next two. Let's see who we got. Randomly picking, we've got. Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus. What do you got? <laughs> Sheamus. Really? You got Sheamus over Daniel yeah, Bryan? Yeah. Huh. Bryan, Bryan is agile. I just think Sheamus is too overpowering to for, for Daniel Bryan. Uh, 
Um, mm, I know Daniel can okay. hold his own, but I just think Seamus' size would be too much. I mean, we I've, I've okay. seen you know Jericho put Goldberg down, but I just want to see. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, we've got we got a split, but uh, people are saying Seamus over Daniel Bryan, so Seamus advances. All right, all right. Next two, next two. Cesaro and Shane McMahon. Who you got, Evan? Cesaro hands down. <laughs> I mean, Shane, Shane can hold his own, but it's Cesaro. I only think there will be a long fight. Cesaro. Mm. Man, I've heard Shane's very tough. Um but uh, we're I'm getting I'm getting a bunch of Cesaros over here, so <laughs> Cesaro Shane, uh, you know, valiant effort, but uh, you don't advance, unfortunately. All right, next two, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns. Mm. Hey, you got it, real quick. Braun. Um. Yeah. Rain, rain, rain's tough, but Braun. Braun! Braun! Um, Yeah, I think we got Braun. Yeah, Braun advances. All right, last two. Goldberg. Kurt Angle. (laughs) Currently today. Nah, nah, no, Goldberg. Because I met both. I just was with Angle at the Raw 25. We sat down and talked. Currently, at the current state, Goldberg. Because Angle can't do much with his neck. Uh, I while I've, I've walked with him Goldberg in the well. elevator. From but in that prime, yep. Angle. Uh, right. Yes, but currently, I would, I would say Goldberg. Goldberg. Yes, absolutely. So it's split. So the next, the next, uh, the next one I see. All right, Goldberg. That was the next one I see. That broke the split. All right. We only got a few minutes left. Next round. Next round. Uh, We got. All right. Real quick. Braun Strowman. Cesaro. Who you got, Evan? Braun. Braun? Braun. Braun. Yeah, Braun. Yeah. Braun as well. Um, All right. So, Cesaro, great job advancing, but. You're not getting past Braun, ladies and gentlemen. All right, here's the next one. Titus O'Neil, Brock Lesnar. Brock. Uh, someone says CD's hands. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, <laughs> great effort, Titus. You advanced one round. That's uh, saying a lot. Next one, Sheamus. AJ Styles. You got uh, AJ. I, I think AJ? AJ Agility. Yeah, I think AJ Agility, Agility could get your Sheamus. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next. Uh, all right, we got AJ. Okay, we got AJ. We got AJ. All right, last one. Goldberg. Bruce. We got. <sighs> Ah, Rusev. Rusev, I got Goldberg. Let's see. Let's see what the chat says. Real quick, just want to break the tie. Just want to break the tie. We got Rusev. We got Rusev. People think Rusev can take Goldberg. 
Oh, we got a Goldberg. Alright, Rusev is, is a bit of a split, but uh, Rusev takes Goldberg. Alright. Alright, final four, ladies and gentlemen. Real quick. Here we go. AJ Styles. Brock Lesnar. You got Brock. Yeah. Uh, I got Brock Lesnar too. Uh, yes, people agree Brock Lesnar. Next to the finals. Here we go. Braun Strowman. Rusev. Braun. I got Braun. Rusev. Um, I got I got Braun. I got Braun as well. I think it's pretty uh, pretty evident. Yeah. All right. I see Braun. All right. <laughs> so the finals goes to the finals. Of the Pancake to Power Slam WWE Shoot Fights March Madness Tournament Fan Pick'em is Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. You got Evan. Huh, that's gonna be tough. Uh, Brock. All right, I'm seeing Braun. I'm seeing get these hands. I'm seeing Braun get these hands. I'm seeing see these hands. Oh, I pick Braun. It looks like, ladies and gentlemen, based on the majority decision, the winner of the Pancakes and Power Slams March Madness WWE uh, Shoot Fighting Contest is. Thanks for all the inter- interaction, ladies and gentlemen. Great job. Less fun. That, that was actually went very well. <laughs> um, I wasn't planning on uh, doing that. Uh, well, I was. I, I plan on doing it. And, uh, I didn't know how it would, it would go, but uh, it went very well. So thank you so much for all the wonderful interaction of all your uh, your thoughts on uh, that tournament. It was a really cool tournament. Sixteen wrestlers who uh, I've heard or seem like they would be good in shoot fighting. And uh, there were some people who advanced, but at the end of the day, the fans uh, have spoken, and they believe that Braun Strowman is the toughest person backstage in the WWE. Ladies and gentlemen, 313 episodes in the books. Once again, thank you so much for continuing to support the Pancakes of Power Slam. Ladies and gentlemen, next week, the six-year anniversary show is next week. Oh my goodness, it's going to be amazing. I got a special guest uh, for you for the sixth anniversary. Our weekly, we got a weekly wrestling guest as always, and it's going to be a special guest for the sixth anniversary. You're going to have to tune in and see who it's going to be. Thank you so much for supporting the show as always. Thank you, thank you for, for just uh, your, your, your wonderful, wonderful support. We'll be at WrestleMania. Follow Crave Wrestling. Follow Chris Prolific. Uh, follow uh, at, at Tech underscore UTMR for details of what we'll be that weekend. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 313 episodes in the book. Thank you so much for being and support the show. And follow some Crave Wrestling as well on Facebook. Follow the Facebook fan page, of course. Wrestling Inc. Facebook. Wrestling Inc. YouTube. Continue to support 
the Pancakes and Power Sam show. Uh, for 313 episodes, ladies and gentlemen, God bless you all. Enjoy your week of wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, always remember, I do it for you. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. God bless. Bye-bye. Good night, guys. All right. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.